Chapter 9, The King of Hearts He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. Isaiah 9, 7 When Joseph found out his fiancée was pregnant, he must have been devastated. They were so young, and he thought he knew this girl. And now this? How could this have happened? I'm sure Joseph was heartbroken and confused, but soon everyone would find out, which would just be embarrassing on top of everything else. The only way to save face would be to publicly divorce and disown this woman in the harshest sense. In their society, he was perfectly within his rights to ruin Mary completely. But he couldn't bring himself to do it. Joseph was emotionally wrecked, but he didn't want to take Mary down with him. He decided he would divorce her quietly, protecting her from public disgrace. But then something happened that changed everything. An angel invaded Joseph's dreams and told him that this was no ordinary baby and no ordinary pregnancy. The angel said Mary had not been running around on him, but that this baby was the work of the Holy Spirit. The angel told Joseph not to be afraid, but to go ahead and marry this girl and raise her baby as his very own, naming him Jesus because he would save his people from their sins. Whoa. So, Mary wasn't unfaithful, and this baby was the promised Messiah that everyone had been waiting on for thousands of years? Joseph understood that somehow, this meant he would be raising the kid who would become the king of the world. Now, my question, as I think back through the story again, is, when did it all change for Joseph? Based on the word of the angel in his dream, he decided to accept the mission of raising this baby as his very own son. But when did he really consider Jesus as his very own son? When did parenting this boy become the thing Joseph wanted to do, and not just the thing he had agreed to do? In other words, when did this little boy capture Joseph's heart? I can still remember when everything changed for me as a parent. When my wife first told me we were pregnant, I was shocked and a little scared because we were pretty young and not yet planning to have kids. Over the next few weeks, I began to get more used to the idea of having a baby, but everything was still mental. I was talking myself into being ready, but I wasn't feeling ready yet. When we went to our first doctor's appointment, a nurse used a fetal heart rate monitor to let us hear the baby's heartbeat. And that's when it happened. When I heard the sound of that little heart beating like crazy, there was a lump in my throat and tears rushed into my eyes. I wasn't prepared for that wave of emotion that crashed over me like mad. And in an instant, I was in love. I thought, whoa, there's a baby in there our baby. And in that moment, I would have done anything for that tiny person. I would have faced down an army to protect her. She was alive and she was mine and she had my heart. When Jesus came into our world, why did he come as a baby? 
And he could have done anything, right? He could have simply showed up one day, fully grown, strong, confident, and ready to take the reins of a fallen world. He could have made himself six foot five, 235 pounds of pure muscle with a square jaw and a charming smile. He could have made himself connected with all the right people while surrounded by every advantage and luxury. I probably would have done all those things. I would have set myself up with the good life right from the start. I would have skipped over being a zygote, embryo, fetus, newborn, toddler, and all the rest of it. I would have skipped the tumult of puberty, the drama of adolescence, and the maddening self-discovery of the 20s. I probably would have landed somewhere in the mid-30s. You know, in the 30s, you really begin to know who you are, and other people actually start listening to you. If it were me, I would have come into this world around the age when Jesus left this world. I would have shown up about the time he rolled out. For some reason, though, Jesus came as a baby. Actually, I'm, I'm sure there were way more than just one good reason. But what were those reasons exactly? Who in their right mind would volunteer for helplessness, immaturity, and, in his particular case, voiceless poverty? What did he stand to gain by going through all that? And what in the world did it have to do with the mission? The promise of the Messiah was that he would come and take over the world. And how could a baby do that? The one who was coming would be the king of everything forever. Psalm 2 said that people of power throughout the world are always wanting more, always trying to rebel against the will of God and get as much as they can for themselves. It says that God sits in heaven and laughs at them. Psalm 2 goes on to say that God has already picked his king to rule everything and everyone on this planet. God has chosen an eternal king who will inherit every country as his own personal possession and then dash the nations like broken cups and shattered plates on the ground. Why didn't Jesus show up like that? Why didn't he come down here decked out with power, glory, and all the royal authority that rightfully belongs to him? Isaiah prophesied that he would be a king from David's line. Not just related to David, but also like David, strong and victorious with that magnetic aura that draws everyone to fall in line with him and his will. After those prophecies about his impending and forever kingship, you'd think the Messiah would come blazing onto the scene, astride a war horse with a massive army on his heels. But Jesus didn't come as a warrior, ready to fight and lead. Jesus came as a baby, crying and sleeping. Who would follow a baby into battle? Who would take orders from a baby? How can a baby be a king? Joseph had agreed not to divorce Mary, but to go through with the marriage and raise her baby as his own. And as they reached the end of the pregnancy, Mary and Joseph traveled the 70 miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem to be registered in the census for the Roman emperor. All of a sudden, 
It was time to have the baby, and there was nowhere to go. Their families had turned their backs on these kids, and Joseph didn't have any money, so they bunked down in the only place they could find, which was a sort of lean-to shed, like a dingy little garage for parking animals. Labor was hard. Joseph was scared. And then the baby came. With a hammering heart, Joseph found himself holding a baby. The baby. And Joseph fell in love. When the tender-hearted teenager looked down into the face of the promised one, the king of all the world won the heart of his first subject. I think Jesus came as a baby because this kingly mission wasn't about conquest and subjugation. This mission was about love. One day our Lord will come back in strength and power with armies under his command to rule over this whole world, undoing wrong forever and reigning absolutely. But that's not all the first Christmas was about. Jesus came in weakness as a baby because he's here to win hearts. God so loved the world that he sent his only son and all the son wanted in return was to be loved back.